Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. It's a, a great honor. It's a great honor. It's a privilege uh, to be able to pass through your airways to come across and talk to you, folks. We want to welcome you, Europe. Pod bean, pod bean. Man, I can't even talk today, Stephanie. Pod bean. <laughs> so we have some folks who are posting our podcast. They're downloading it and they're posting it in Asia, in Europe, on different pod beans. So we've allowed that to happen. We're excited about that. So I don't know how many of you people speak English over there in Europe and Asia, but we're we're thrilled to have you. Make sure you drop me a line at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. Let me know where you're listening from. Right now, the uh, the award goes to Nepal, but uh, I know there's some more people wow. that are far away. So make sure you drop us a line. Let us know where you're listening from. So with me uh, is Stephanie, our partner here, my ministry partner here and my co-host. And so Stephanie, this has been kind of a tough week for you. There's a lot going on. So what's up with you? Well, hello, Doug. Um, what's up with me? Wow. It's been a crazy, this last week's been kind of crazy. Um, but overall, I think we're doing okay on dealing with fighting off some really nasty kind of colds. Um, yeah, I played some crickets by mistake. I usually play your, uh, uh, the harp, the bells. Yeah, the, the you know when you yeah, come back okay. on the show, and I played <laughs> cricket. So I got to try something else. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> there we go. There, there's the harp. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you you're having too much fun. Yeah. With all of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but the good news is you're. So you got a million kids going in a million different directions. You just came out of Father's Day and. Uh, what was that like, Stephanie? I know those are real bad days for you. I actually posted, I don't know if you noticed, but out on Helpful Wounded Spirits. and Daddy's Girls. Yeah. People love that song. You ought to see the feedback I got in PM and private messages. How much Now, I, I need to tell everybody, so if you go onto YouTube and type in Stephanie Wesco and Family Daddy's Girls, uh, that was one of the songs that we were proud to write. Well, one of us was. Uh, the person who wrote the music and edited it had an attitude problem. So I'm just, I'm not going to say Stephanie's name out loud because it wouldn't be right to call her out now. Uh -huh. right? But she yeah, seems to like so. the song now. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a sweet song. It's still kind of, you know. It's raw. Grates, it grates a little bit. But yeah. honestly, yeah, the Lord was very good yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think there was a there was a real sense in which um, I, I there was a piece. Um, the kids, a friend from church, took the kids out um, for the kids to the zoo and then out to eat last night, and um, they really enjoyed that time with him. So that Aww. was awesome, and kind of took for them. You know, there wasn't I didn't see any of the kids. Um, sad for more than a couple of minutes you know they're, they're god's giving healing moving them forward and yeah. um you know our home is very different 
now. Yeah, um, so it's, of course. it's kind of reached the point where we're where they don't. Well, of course, do and, it the and you same know, way. So and you got your and, and you got your dad in the area, great father figure, and and uh, I know how hard it is, and obviously uh, you get hit extremely hard during this. So we'll remember you in prayer and, you know, no idea what you're going through, Stephanie, but I know days like father's days and former birthdays and stuff like that are probably those days that just sneak right up on you and you go, Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, but you know what? I, I, I've talked to friends who are, um, you know, who are in the midst of things now that are similar or in the same field and, to see how far, you know, when I hear the raw, yeah. it, it, it reminds me of how far the Lord has brought us. And so you rejoice in that and you learn that healing, that journey, that healing is, um, is a walk of faith and it's a step-by-step, Yeah. Um, you know, where God, God does miraculous things to bring healing. And that's yeah. an awesome thing. Total journey, total journey, my friends, listen yeah. to what Stephanie has to say here and all of us, whatever whatever that trauma is, whatever those triggers are, what, you know, trigger like father's day and birthdays and, uh, God can give you what you need to get through and thank God for friends who comes and grabs the kids Mm -hmm. and takes them to the zoo and takes them out to eat. So we've been cruising along. Now we share a characteristic every day. Now, if you, if you guys went away for a little while, for those of you joining us in Asia. So every single day we share a characteristic or something that causes PTSD, a word, something that brings PTSD to mind. And so today, and we're going to be spending a whole probably six months, eight months on narcissism, uh, leaving Proverbs. But we do want to talk about narcissism today. And a couple things is we're really bothered by narcissism. And that's one of the reasons we want to mention it today. We don't want to wait too long. We want you to know that if there's a narcissistic person in your life, and by that, I mean that control freak, that person trying to control you, that person outside of the Bible, that dictator type relationship. And, and these are things that Stephanie and I know well. I mean, recently, my last ministry coming here, there's a new pastor who came in after the other pastor. And in my opinion, one of the biggest narcissists I met in my life. And uh, Stephanie, you know what it's like to have that control freak, to have that. And the person that's really not that spiritual, you know, the person uh, whose yeah. life is a train wreck, but they, they yeah. come around. And you know, the Bible says, Stephanie, I want, I want you to talk on this, but I want to read this one verse. We covered it in chapter 18, folks. But before destruction, Now think about this, before we crash, before we burn, the heart of the man is haughty, and before honor is humility. And so, you know, destruction comes when the heart of the man is haughty or hottie, however you want to say, you know, you got a couple ways of saying that with you from New England or South, (laughs) but but I want you to think about something there. It's an arrogance. It's a, uh, it's a pompous, uh, know-it-all. It's a control freakedness. It's a unusual, um, I mean, Stephanie, what's the word I'm looking here? It's an unusual feeling in your gut. I mean, you feel it, right? Yeah. Well, and, and there's an, I, there's a sense in which it's sickening. Um, but yeah. I think for the person who is displaying the narcissism, yeah. um, there's a sadistic nature involved. So for them, it's like the, the fact that they get to purposely inflict pain on those around them yeah. is what gives them the thrill of their lives. Time so after like time. For us, it's a yeah. nauseous, yeah, it, takes, it literally like sucks the energy and life right out of you. 
And it's literally like, that's what they do. They stick a straw into you and they are sucking your life and energy out. And to them, that's nourishment. It's, it's and, a and, perversion. And they love bomb. Everything. You know, yes. they love bomb. And, uh, you know, so, you know, when you first meet someone like these are the people, oh, you're so great, Stephanie. Oh, Doug, you're so wonderful. And, uh, and they do that. They build you up to this place, not all the way to the top. They take you about halfway there. And then all of a sudden they start banging you on your head, you know, but yeah, you know, you better do this or, and, uh, so when Stephanie and I transitioned ministries, she even got this crazy letter telling her that she couldn't more or less, you couldn't even think for yourself uh, from yeah. a, the former Oh, I had that narcissist. from multiple directions after Charles died. <laughs> oh, it, you had it over that way, too. So so this is a, <laughs> so I say all that to say this, folks. We're not just saying this to take shots at anybody. We're saying this because some of you are living this life. And we want you to know that this is unacceptable. You don't have to live yeah. that way. You don't have to go to a church with a narcissistic pastor. Uh, you know, there's nowhere in the Bible. God, as a matter of fact, God wants us to live a good life. You know, God wants yeah. us to find joy in our life. He wants us to find joy in him. Uh, you know, we don't need to, uh, we don't need people telling us through some narcissistic uh, uh, control freakedness, uh, arrogance. We don't need that in our life. We don't need that to prove anything or to be anywhere. And so, I mean, Stephanie, as a lady, it's a little different. So as a guy, I just say to you guys out there that are going through this, just get out. You know, go find another church. Let me tell you, best thing that ever happened to me, and I, I can say that in the ministry, uh, was getting away from a narcissist. In these last couple of years, uh, going to Morningside Baptist Church, going to a pastor who is loving, caring, uh, biblically sound. I mean, it's just an unbelievable place to be. But for a lady, we just can't say, just do it. But what would you say? What? How does a lady do it? And I know you only got about two minutes before commercial, but how does a lady break free from this, especially one that's, you know, doesn't have a husband right there or someone to help her yeah. through it? Well, I think, first of all, that lady has to come to that point of realizing that in Christ, she can do anything because of Jesus Christ in her. She stands yeah. every bit as much worthy before him as any man does right? and, um, or as any other woman, but to understand, you know, and when, when you've had mind games played on you, your foundation of truth becomes imperative. So to put, put yourself in a position where you have even one friend that you can go to for godly counsel and get out of that situation, remove yourself, walk away from, and if you need to get the police involved, get the police involved, but get out of that situation where that abuse is going on. And by faith, you know, understand it's going to be a journey. It's yeah. not going to all be better in one day, yeah. um, but take that first step, take that first step of faith because that's what God he's watching and he sees and honors yeah. faith. Yeah. And you he honor him by honors doing that it. response. Yeah. Yes. So honor goes both ways. You know, uh, you honor him by doing that. And I'll tell you a lot of yeah. these guys who like the guy who hurt us when we changed ministries, these people aren't even really biblically qualified for the ministry and you totally lose blamelessness when you become a narcissist too. So that gives you a couple reasons why uh, you shouldn't be there. So don't be hurt. That's what we want you to know. We don't want you to be yeah. hurt to the contrary. Uh, we want, you to be in a position where you can grow and and we can help you find another church if you're doing it and most people are in great churches we should we should have a caveat right here as we go into commercial saying most people are in great churches this is going to that extreme freakiness where people are out there being hurt hey we're gonna pop over here and let stations identify themselves maybe play a message or two we'll be right back 
Folks, thanks for coming right back with us as we continue on with Stephanie. And we just finished up talking about our word of the day, which was narcissism. And uh, it's always hard when we talk about that because we got to give examples. We try to make things. So what Stephanie and my goal is, our goal has always been through this whole podcast, a couple things. Before we even spoke at our first podcast, we had the conversation that our lives are an open book, short of personal things at home with our kids and our spouses and things like that. What we've been through in our life, Stephanie and I decided we're just going to put it out there. And uh, because we want to be a help to you guys. And so we want to yeah. do that. Also, if you share that stuff with us, uh, we lock it in. I mean, we, we walk around, we have trailer trucks full of junk that people are carrying around uh, that they share with us. And that's wonderful. It allows us to pray for you, to be with you. So we want you to know that. We just wanted to caveat that by saying, we always said we're going to share everything. And, they, and I jokingly always say I'm going to give names as soon as, uh, <laughs> if, if I find out we're getting ready to stop the podcast. But, but listen, most importantly, important thing ever don't be hurt don't be in church yeah. with a narcissist a control freak those people who can play the crowd they'll play the crowd while they're hurting you and they're not only hurting you they, they've got a few they're hurting uh, but you don't need yeah. to be hurt that's all we're saying and don't be in a relationship where you're hurt and if you know it doesn't have to be physical I know Stephanie and I say this all the time to be abused yeah. it doesn't have to be physical I have never I would rather get beat than some of the things I went through with my last pastor I'm just being honest with you guys I'd rather get popped in the head because you can pop them back, you know, and beat the snot out of them. It, but it, <laughs> it doesn't have to be physical. It's, uh, uh, you know, mental abuse. Abuse is abuse, and you feel it. It's yeah. in your body. It permeates from that other person. And, man, it, it's just part of their being. It's part of who they are. So, you know, and these people, I mean, their lives are a wreck, but they want to ruin your yeah. life as well. So here we are, Stephanie. We've moved to uh, chapter number 20 of Proverbs. We're on verse number 21. It says, an inheritance may be gotten hasty, hastily at the beginning, but the end thereof shall not be blessed. And so you get this idea when we get too much too soon, you know, I you ever had that feeling I got, it's like when a kid gets a hundred bucks. I remember when my kids were younger, you know, they're grown now and you know, this doesn't happen much anymore or anything like that. But when they were young, let's say 10, 12 years old, and let's say Daniel collected a hundred dollars worth of birthday gifts from everybody we knew in the military, you know, you always threw a $20 bill toward the kid, you know, and everybody would do mm -hmm. that. So if you had, you know, five, 10 guests, you might have a hundred, $200 in your pocket and boy, they loved it, but they got it too fast too soon or uh, you know some it's another way of looking at this it could be done through speculation and stocks but but the end of this thing is is how it feels when you gained it too quick you gained it too soon uh you know it just ends it, easy money it doesn't doesn't help financial responsibility it, it doesn't help you know as kids so we had rules we had if we owed anybody money we paid them uh, when I worked for a living, uh, you know, as a kid, it didn't matter whether I was 12 or 16. If I owed, if I owed my mom a hundred bucks, uh, she got the biggest part of my pay. I paid okay. room and board. I mean, there was a responsibility that was inherent and that came with that. And I think that's what it's talking about here, Stephanie. If you get everything just thrown at you, boy, it's going to end bad. It's not going to equal financial responsibility. You're just going to yeah. probably dump it. I mean, what do you think yeah, well, it's the, it's the whole welfare, you know, the welfare system in our country was originally set up to help those who were truly in need. Um, but as, as is true with any realm of life, because of our sinful human evil natures, it's digressed to where it, it it's, I feel like it's this, 
this is the outworking in many of those situations where they just want to be given stuff. They just want to be spoiled. Yeah. And that is not biblical. That is not God's way. And I don't think the people that originally set up the welfare system had their, their purpose was good um, when it was initially set up. Um, But the idea that, you know, to just be expected to expect that things be handed to you is not God's way. Um, he puts a, he puts a high praise on someone who works, someone who is diligent, someone who applies themselves to learn, so that they can then reap the benefits of their labor. Um, but when you want to reap the benefits, or just plain old, you know, maybe there, I think there's some cases where you have a kid. You know, I'm I'm I think there's, and you would be able to attest to this. Um, I'm very thankful I came from a large family. Um, where there wasn't just one of us, um, that, that helped me, um, because things got stretched further. And because of that, that was really good for me as a kid to learn those lessons of the world doesn't revolve around me. And that's the bottom line. The world doesn't revolve around us. So to expect that the world be dumped at our feet is going to lead to trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know that the welfare systems meant as a hand up. And, uh, right. and and as Stephanie was saying, so many don't, they don't want to hand up. We know that there's people who, you know, would get disability and things like that. And we totally get that. And we totally get sometimes people need a hand, especially in uh, the Biden dollar economy. It's Oh my word. Yeah. It's real ugly. We get that. But when it's, when it becomes our job, when we're working at trying right. to continuously get these things, well, then I think we, we, we're not right with God. Then I think we might have a little problem. Let's go ahead and try to sneak this next verse in uh say not thou i will recompense i always say it recompense some people say recompense i will recompense evil but wait on the lord and he shall save thee so you know when when someone says i'll recompense i'll recompense evil that's not something that a christian says that's not something that are people right lord you know vengeance belongs to the lord is what the bible says vengeance is mine saith the lord and and so at the end of this verse and the reason i went to it is because it's pretty easy i think uh at the end of this we're, we're we're just told we need to wait on god uh, you know, we can't grab our AR-15 if we have one, or we can't grab a baseball bat and go get justice for ourselves. If somebody did something right. illegal, now going back to that narcissism conversation we had in the beginning, if you're being hurt, if you're being abused, you dial 911. You know, you do That's what you've right. got. I mean, there's there's no there's no gray area here. We don't need to think about this. It's You know, God has That's Romans right. 13 in the Bible. We don't need to get anyone's yeah. suggestion for this. Uh, you know, we need to move forward. But, but in this particular case, if, if somebody's just hurt us, they're not hurting us anymore, we're no longer, you know, this is for that person who bad mouths you says that people talk about Stephanie and I every day. All right. We're the cool kids, you know, we're, and uh, people <laughs> want to talk about us. I mean, what are you thinking of this first, Stephanie? I think you're spot on to understand that there are going to be those situations where, everything in us and we've had these conversations um for me personally this is very ironic but wanting vengeance for for charles death yeah has never been there right there's this peace that god's in control god was glorified in an incredible way and and there's comfort in that there's peace that comes with that that there's closure Okay, in that sense. But when you're dealing with ongoing abuse, with being harassed or whatever the case is, and it's ongoing, there's no end in sight. 
that is rough. It wears on you. It's like that erosion principle that, you know, you see a, like Niagara Falls, you know, that erosion where there's no, there's just not a stop. And those are the situations that I struggle with this. Or yeah. I, have, I should say I have struggled. And for years, you know, that, that bringing it to the Lord, laying it at his feet and saying, God, I'm giving this to you again. I in, you know, you know, my heart, you know, I am not after vengeance and yet your flesh is there going after you and after you and after you that yes, you want that. And is Satan tempting us, you know, if he can keep those seeds of you deserve vengeance for this, yeah. you deserve, um, you know, recompense for what's been done to you. And earlier this year, um, I dealt with an, another blow from the narcissism abuse uh, specifically the end of last year coming into this new year. And it sent me to the throne of grace again because it broke me. It really, um, God showed me, yes, I, there was a, there was a part of me that was like, I've got to get, this is it. I'm, I'm done. And yet at the same time, God gave me a piece. And I'll never forget. I woke up one morning after having the night before just been begging before God, God help me with this. And I woke up and I, and, and I'm not trying to sound creepy or anything, but it was the Holy spirit of God. And I had barely woken up and two words were right there. It was literally like they were spoken in my head to my heart. It's over. Mm. Praise God. And ever since that day, has anything changed? No, nothing in the situation has changed. Yes, I feel like God has put a wall up of protection even higher. But what has changed is God's given me a peace and he's given me this sense of, of comfort and assurance that it's over. That when the tale is told, however he chooses to deal with the abusers, because my focus is to live for the Lord, to glorify him and to raise my children. That's my focus. And so it's, it, it's like God has given me the assurance of if I wait on him, he is going to save me. It's over. I've taken care of this. He's the great I am. All I see is where I am right now. He sees the future. He already, however, God will recompense and deal and justice be served for all of the abuse. God's already dealt with it. I took, I did what he led me to do. Yeah, I walked yeah. away. I started a new life and there's beauty in that, that yeah. God just can say, I will save you. Yeah, you bet. Huh? That's good news. And hey folks, uh, what a great time we've had with you folks today. It's great to be back with Stephanie. Listen, in just a little while, we're just got tomorrow morning. We want to come back and be with you folks again. A couple things. If you want to get a hold of us, feel free to reach out to me at dugatwoundedspirits.com or you can grab us over there at Helpful Wounded Spirits. Drop us a Facebook message. We'll get back to you just as soon as we can. And again, a big welcome to you folks out in Asia there on that pod bean over there. And uh, we love being with you. Make sure you drop us a line. Let us know who's the farthest away from us. And we just want to know where we're out there talking to folks. We hope you have a great day. Hey, wear a smile today that only God can give you. May the Lord bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner. 
for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.